Have you ever absolutely loved something? Well, hello and welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing all they can in business and in life. Welcome to February. Yes, it's heart month. Yes, it's got Valentine's in there. And yes, it's a month of love. And we absolutely love sharing our guests with you. So welcome to the 14 days of podcasting, building leading up to Valentine's Day. Hello, I'm Debbie Lundberg, performance coach with Presenting Powerfully. And on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Barb Zant, media sales leader, she and I are thrilled that you're tuned in to listen to some of the most exciting, interesting, insightful, and inspirational guests we've had in the past and some new ones as we go into February with our hearts full and our appreciation for you. So let's go. Welcome to the Business of Life Masterclass. Listen, choose, do. Hi there and welcome everyone. Have you ever dreamed of seizing success? Would you like to be a transformational leader? You are dialed into the right podcast today as that is what we will be speaking about on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast this episode. Hello again, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, remote work rock star, author, and founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. Hi there, Barb Zant here, media sales leader, founder of the Estate Work Mom lifestyle brand and fashion stylist. So Debbie, this is very timely and I'm super excited. And I know that you shared who our guest is with me, and I'm going to be excited to learn from her experience. So who is our female leader today? Absolutely, Barb. Our guest works with C-suite leaders and executive teams to enhance effectiveness and grow their strategic and leadership skills. She has written the book, Seizing Success, A Woman's Guide to Transformational Leadership. She is the founder and CEO of Key Associates Incorporated, Let's welcome this heart surgery survivor, Mary Key. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to share with your, with your audience. Welcome, Mary, and we are excited. Before Debbie gets started on our um, group of questions, we like for our listeners to get to hear something special, something that they might already know if they didn't meet you in person. Um, so what would you like our listeners to know today? Please share. I'd love to connect what Debbie just talked about. Um, I kind of talked about my firm and what we do a little bit, and then we talked about my heart surgery. And it was actually my heart surgery that uh, got me on the most meaningful path in my life. Um, I've all my career focused on helping leaders and organizations grow. I've always worked with a lot of women, but you know, there are more leaders that are men um, right now uh, than, and then the opposite. So um, I started doing work with Inc. Magazine. I helped them set up CEO roundtables around the country and uh, work with these uh, CEO roundtables for many years and continue to do that work after Inc. was sold to Fast Company. And one of the things that uh, I noticed, the dynamic that pulled these mostly male groups together was it's lonely at the top. Fast forward, uh, I had never been in a hospital overnight since I was born. I always knew I had a valve problem in my heart. Uh, six years ago, I was told by my cardiologist it was time. And I said, it's time for what? He said, it's time to get your heart repaired. 
So I went to the Cleveland Clinic. I had my heart repaired. Unfortunately, um, I didn't get better. We couldn't figure it out. I had a low-grade infection and actually got endocarditis in my heart. My second surgery was to save my life. My heart had been so depleted from all the strain that my uh, surgeon was not sure that I'd be ever, ever able to work at the pace I've always been able to work. And so the, the adversity actually was the gift. And the adversity was, I may not work at my pace. I may be kind of disabled in a way for the rest of my life. And he said, you better pick what you really love. And I thought, you know, I love working with women. I, I love working with people in executive roles. And I'm going to pilot this key women's leadership forum. It's going to be a forum for women in leadership roles. The difference is that they don't have to be the CEO of the company. Um, they can be a, the CFO, this, the chief marketing officer, uh, whatever role. Or they may be an entrepreneurial woman like Debbie and, and also like you, Barb. And so um, six years ago, I started the first forum. Um, it's now just thrived. It's become the lion's share of the work I do. And the book Seizing Success has come from that experience. Uh, so, so the adversity and the needing to choose uh, really helped me focus. And that's the theme I, I'd like to talk about more today. Well, good, good energy and such positivity to come out of that adversity, Mary. So thank you. And as you know, our podcasts are quick, but not rushed. And so we have only four questions that we ask and we look for those inspirational comments, just whatever comes from, from your heart, like you just shared with us. So you ready to get started? Absolutely. Okay. Number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your morning routine that gets you started in the best way for you? That is a wonderful question. And things have changed a little bit with the pandemic. However, I'm pretty much on a similar schedule. I think there are people that are early risers and I think people, there are people that are not. And I'm really a believer in, it's not so much the time, it's taking advantage of the energy. I've been fortunate to be an early riser all my life. So I usually get up at 6 a.m. I do a meditation, I feed my three cats. Um, my, I wake my husband up, <laughs> he's not an early riser. And um, I get started on my day, which often includes looking at, okay, um, what are the things that I need to do this quarter, this month, this week to advance the goals that uh, we've set uh, for the business this year and beyond, and for me personally, uh, this year and beyond. And so they link together. On days that I write, uh, Seizing Success, um, A Woman's Guide to Transformational Leadership is my fourth book. And I write a lot of blogs and I, I really love writing. Um, I wake up at five and I allow myself to be indulged by having as much coffee as I want to drink on the days I'm willing to get up at five and write. Um, nice. I think there's a lot, of, a lot of benefit having a ritual. It's okay to have some exceptions, but uh, just from reading biographies of people who write and then are productive, um, they find a rhythm and they stick to that rhythm, even if they don't feel well. Yeah, we find that a lot with a lot of our guests. It's, it's so true. You probably see us smiling and we take notes and learn from all of it. So thank you. Number two, just, just a little extra something. What do you consider an extra umph that's not that morning routine that you believe if other people would do it might set them apart to have some more success like you have? Well, I think that the meditation is something that's being uh, promoted a lot now, which is essential. And I'm so happy 
to see mindfulness and that concept of staying present um, being taught so early uh, now. Uh, at one time, it was not um, a common thing. For example, 20 years ago, I spoke at the World Future Society and I spoke on mindfulness and there weren't as many people in the crowd that knew what that was. Uh, so that's an important thing. But one thing that people don't take advantage of is at the most, I think, is um, to really sit still, visually project and feel the emotion of your success that day. How do you want to feel that day? And then what are some of your most treasured goals? People will write them down, but they won't sit and be present with them and feel them viscerally and emotionally. And of course, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer um, was a big um, leader in the whole area of manifestation. There, there are many others, but I, I do think that that gives an ump. You, you find things easier because you've done that. Uh, it's no longer just an intellectual exercise. You're doing it with your whole mind, body, spirit. Absolutely. Well, with that in mind, we, we don't get there. We heard you talk about Wayne Dyer, and it makes us think of influences and people who we admire. So who would you say or what has been the biggest influence in your life? And per perhaps it was that adversity you talked about earlier with your surgery and your decision, but uh, how do you see that you've, you've taken whatever or whomever has been the biggest influence and implemented that in your life, Mary? This to me was your hardest question. You shared that you were gonna ask this ahead and it's really not a person. Um, it, 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 it's not a religion, it's, it's my spiritual beliefs. Uh, one of the things that um, I noticed at um, a fairly young age that I was brought up Roman Catholic, but there's all this different infighting, you know, about, you know, who's got the right religion and all of those things. But all the religions that are rooted in love and caring have common things, unconditional love, forgiveness, seeing that we're all connected, that we're not here just as individuals and we're part of a greater whole. And those concepts have helped me stay on track when things are hard, but also to get back on track because we're really not here alone. The illusion is that we're separate. And when people really can get in touch with that for themselves, it can make a gigantic difference in their life. And I think the other part to this question that you had asked, uh, Debbie, was uh, how does this apply to what you do? And I started thinking about, you know, these leadership teams I work with, um, these people I coach. It's all about what is what is an inspiring vision for this team, for the organization that goes beyond financial gain. It's really inspirational to all those involved. And how do we get on the same page and align? And what are our core values? And how do we live those? And how do we stay aligned with those values? And so those beliefs have really played out in the work that I do. And I think, you know, uh, brings a lot of value added to, to people beyond myself. And, and that's part of the goal, you know, to, to give back and to uh, be in this together. I think yeah. we need more of that right now. I think right now we don't have the level of leadership and there's a lot of confusion um, about a, a joint vision of where we're going. Mm -hmm. Well, little bonus, we, we don't ask that about how it influences or impacts what you do, but we love that addition. So our last question, and we'll, we'll wrap it up to stay on time for our listeners. While our series 
the Business of Life Masterclass podcast and ultimately the sessions that we provide, they're focused on the positive. Is there anything that you see people doing that you wish they would stop doing? Because Mary, in your view, that you think that might be holding people back? Absolutely. I see it in myself at times, and I also see it in other people, particularly women. Uh, Mark Twain uh, had a wonderful uh, phrase. Uh, he said, I've been through some terrible things in my life, some of which actually happened. And studies, whoever has done all these studies, in fact, or analyses of these studies indicate that uh, we worry about things far more than things occur. In fact, the 80-20 principle really plays out here. Approximately 20% um, of what you worry about comes into being. The other 80% doesn't. And if you hadn't been focused on worrying on them, the 20% would probably be far less. So as much as we can, don't worry, make a calculated decision, weigh it out, ask yourself the big question, you know, can I live with the consequences of what could happen? And if you can, then go for it, make the leap. Uh, and I think worrying keeps us back a lot, worrying that we're not enough, worrying that we're um, not getting it perfect, um, worrying that we don't even know what we need to know. And um, again, as women in particular, that does hold us back. So don't worry and make the leap. Such a powerful way to close out the interview. And I know Barb's going to share with us uh, some a couple of little challenges she'll have for me and probably some big ones too, based on what you said, Mary. And she'll also share how to get in touch with you. So uh, thank you so much for all of that and that, that, that really nice direct focus that you shared. So Barb, can't wait to hear you and have you take us, take us home with the, the podcast. Thank you so much, Mary. That was timely for us all where we're at today and very inspirational. Gosh, I have a quick summary and I'm going to ask Debbie if she's willing to do um, some of these with me next week. And we like to show our listeners that we take immediate action on some of the things that you're bringing to our listeners today. So one of the things for me is in that morning routine on days that you're going to write to get up an hour earlier. So, you know, just adjusting that routine. So that is absolutely something that I'm going to look to doing. And we, we've heard a lot about meditation and mindfulness, but taking that to the next level and, and at that meditation, um, you know, thinking about those, those treasured goals and, you know, the purpose and working towards that purpose. And the last item that you talked about was worry. Don't do it. I am a big proponent of that. And that's something that I'm going to um, dive into just a little bit more. Um, okay, Mary, we loved everything that you had to share with us. Is there one thing that you didn't get to share today that you'd like our listeners to know about? Well, I think it's that things like this are challenging. To tell people not to be worrying at this time is so hard. So I, I think the one thing I would say is um, be gentle with yourselves. And uh, baby steps are just fine right now. Yes. Oh, so another good one that, that it's like that self-compassion and, and care for ourselves. Thank you, Mary. Uh, please know, listeners, you can stay in touch with Mary Key through keyassociatesinc.com. That's K-E-Y 
A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S-I-N-C.com. It'll be in our show notes. On LinkedIn is Mary Key, Facebook as Key Associates Inc. And Twitter at Mary underscore Key, A-S-S-O-C. So lots of ways to stay connected and hear these wonderful ways to be focused and mindful and appreciative in this time and moving forward. So similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram at TBOL Masterclass Podcast. Also on Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass. Uh, Barb at the Stay at Work Mom. And I'm Debbie Lundberg almost everywhere. So if you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars if we earned it. Because we are committed to providing five-star guests like Mary Key for you to get this quick inspiration. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass. This is the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. And as all of you know, our motto is listen, choose, do. 